That sounds but like that sounds like a weird Republican talking point. Right. But if you think about it, calorie wise, for like us, like it was like four bucks, right? But that was probably like hundred calories for four bucks. That's like a pretty good meal of like solid protein, fat, bread. Yeah. Same thing with lobster. It's one of the Republicans are like, oh, they're eating lobster on Easter. It's like, why is that yeah. the only average protein source? Fuck you. Nah, they, they have a point. In prison. No, lobster is considered lobster considered low as nine hundred calories. Right now, vegan. Like the lobster and bones, exoskeleton and and I just I don't I don't feel comfortable knowing that my calories are going to be I I think I think tax money <laughs> should go solely to <laughs> build that wall. <laughs> build the wall and line people up against it on both sides. You know, that's that's they build the wall out of housing, right? Well, why can't we just build like condos with bare back walls? You've got housing on this side and housing on this side. Yeah. Look, we all live in a house. Why not just build a wall of houses? TMZ row house situation. Might be the wall of like past drug detoxes. But back to this is my two lobster mac and cheese. Oh, what's your two? Lobster exoskeleton. Then that to make a bechamel. Bechamel, but instead of using milk, you use lobster milk. Then you can sell the your lobster stock bechamel, and it gets all thick, tarragon, flavor. Butter poaching, lobster cheese, so it's like lobster. It's yeah. good to know that, that you can amazing. eat cheap and <laughs> on, a, on a low income. It's it's, it's a peasant Amazing. dish, you know. It's, it's <laughs> not it's not fancy. It's just a lobster bechamel. Um, <laughs> we 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 make do with what we can here. You don't have to be rich to eat good. Cheese is a peasant dish. That's true. Take some peasant spice. I need it, and that's it. You Yesterday know, I ate for five dollars. I had a peasant for five bucks walking around Village Park in Portland. What? What? When was it? Yesterday. What hour? Three p.m. Here, what, what was yesterday? It was between two and three. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. right after the. Mike's Eagleman has arrived. Fuck! Yeah. It's let's watch a cold. Oh, very. I don't know. Oh that'll, be, that'll be great for people listening to the podcast. Yeah, that, well, they do it every week. That's what people, they count down when oh, they really? play on the YouTube. So that oh, people at okay. home watch like the same video. Interesting. That, yeah. So I like that. Well, that makes oh. sense. Well, I won't buy, I'm not going to buy you. 
welfare queens around. getting alcohol on our dime. <laughs> the corner store guy fucking started partying. Two days I was just like, hey buddy, and I was like, hey. Don't dry snitch on the boy. That's uh, our boy. There's two corners. There's two corners. There, there are, are many corners. corners. There are many corners. I'm talking about the one. Technically four. In that direction. Oh, yeah, that direction. One in that one. The right, one in that one. No, no, no. You're thinking of that one. Other one. about the other one. It's the other one. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's all right. We got popped by the eighties. We used to be fun and fancy free. We used to have we had twelve packs of PBRs and just put them on the piano and be like, "It's an open mic, everybody drink here. Give us a buck for a PBR." Free inside, outside, everybody. I'm drinking and we all just go crazy. They had an undercover sting. It was how during did they, a, it was how actually did they during set that band. up? How did how did they set up the sting? Did they have they had underground people come and see it and watch buy a beer? Did they watch <laughs> any comedy? No, it was a band. Oh, mm. it was a band that was playing. One time they came in with comedy. The other time they came, they hit us twice. It was a bad time. It was all very funny. Well, it was it wasn't a, it was just they didn't like it. It was a neighbor complaint. It, it was there they was a neighbor complaint. Like riffing on the bass. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't like that. There was there funky was bass a, instrumentals. A, a neighbor complained, and then they start. They had an underground sting. They ended up stealing four tiny bottles of Franzia or something. Six IPAs. It was like. They spent probably four thousand dollars on this thing. It was like seventy six dollars from the door, and a six pack of beer and a couple tiny little wines. To, to put it on the hood of a cop car, took a picture with like a, a Nikon they camera. Wrote it, they wrote it all down, and then they they charged me, and I had to. There was a whole thing. I had to pay a lawyer. They gave me like a four thousand dollar fine and all these big problems, and it was over. I was like, this is what the this is the fish you want to fry. This is seriously four Franzias. Yeah, it's lobster. It's nine ninety nine a pound. And, and how much did the government spend on this people's badges and have them shut everything down? It was scary. See, that's why I that's why I think we need more corruption. Because if I were a corrupt cop and I confiscated a six pack of PBR and some Franzia bottles and seventy six dollars, I would buy seventy six dollars worth of chips and just have a great night on the street. Yeah, right. Like. But they they got put up this big thing. I had to go to all these classes and court. I had to all very crazy. It it turned out to be okay at the end. A little better, and they liked me. Program. Yeah, is there or whatever? And I was like, oh yeah, it is. Talk for ten minutes. Called me back, and they're like, you know, you only come to talk for seven minutes. Like you know, our keynote speaker left. Can you talk for ten minutes? Yes, I actually can. So I Pam, got to do stand up in front of the DA. Pam, you're like, like a you're, you're like people. you're like a bootleg Frank Abagnale, the Catch Me If You Can guy, mm. <laughs> who oh. used to fake documents and fake being an airline pilot. There was a movie about this yes, with Leonardo yes, DiCaprio yes, yes. and yeah. Tom Hanks as the FBI guy. Yeah, oh, yes, and then he went into the FBI. I like your story. He's a cop. Yeah. Yeah, she's still a cop. I'm not. I'm not. 
lucky, she's lucky I left Why my guns in Oregon. Ear? Is that an ear? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Put, is, the, is, your mic back on, Pam. is there a recording device in this room? <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a wire. <laughs> Are we going right up to six or no? We have about five fifty. We have less than four minutes left. Oh, it's really the Jesus. Talk about being here for six minutes. Biden gets it on the Vote for Trump. Moderates fucking lose. I'm sure that will make the kids in cages at the border feel really good about <laughs> you sticking it to the DNC. They're gonna yeah, love that. Did you vote right. yesterday? Well, it doesn't even matter. I like politics. My pop screen smells like mama's milk. I literally <laughs> put a Bernie Sanders sticker on my car yesterday morning. Before driving down yeah. from Portland, and then I get in at about 8 o'clock, right when all the results are coming out. I had 10 hours, 10 hours of joy and hope. I <laughs> know. I even picked up hitchhikers on my way down because oh. I was feeling that that you know, share the love, redistribute the. Hey, well. <laughs> Look, there were a lot of people of uh, other housing situations walking down the street. Only one pair of them, their thumbs up. Ask. Yeah, but I, I've got these liners in my car because of the dog hair, and, and I have to kind of like I have to unclip a thing. Too much it's work. It's, it's a lot of work. work. Yeah. yeah, they have programs for that. <laughs> you don't need to do that. <laughs> All right, one minute left here. Uh, this has been Pam Atkins out of Chicago. Pam, on out of Portland. Uh, tonight is the I'll try to get out there. So Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. I'm not on it. <laughs> Reader, you don't deserve to be. I'm on it twice. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Second day of podcast coming up next is our Freedom of Carl. Thanks for being here, Mikey. Thinking it over right my ways for the asking ask me and I'll play all the love that I hold inside
missed your boy and I just want to say thank you for all that you've done and your and ba 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 dee dee ba ba boo. I want to see that move. Ba ba da dee ba da dee ba da dee. All right, so we're good. Let's try three and four. Doop dee doop 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 doop. What I got for you? <laughs> well, it's not mine. You like to play with my scat? Scat. Hi. Yeah. This is the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We'll be having a live show. Yes. Less than a minute here at Mutiny Radio. Please donate money. Go to Venmo. We're at Mutiny Radio. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click the donate button. It'll lead you to our current, most current way to donate money. You can send money to us via the mail, snail mail, care of Mike Spiegelman. Uh, I love if you send this. Carl, we're almost getting ready, okay? okay. We're going to tape it uh, exactly. You see, this is what I do. I time it, and I'm going to hit the uh, SoundCloud. The SoundCloud is going to take two seconds. All right, so we're going to go into dead air now. So, so if you're in your car and you're listening to one radio station, you need radio doing station. Is you're hearing all, all the others. They are, they are tweeting in on all frequencies, and you keep them. So just listen to to one specific six. Saturday into two. And you leave the sound quality quality good, and you understand understand things that's plain plain. However, however, if your radio video is not fine too, too, you might need two or two or three or more stage stations. Hey, it's eight o'clock. If you're listening to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio, we're gonna start a little bit late tonight. Thanks for tuning in at eight o'clock. Please enjoy. Golden Goat, as always, the Vultures Arrive, full album 2015. Love those guys. Look them up on the Facebooks. Hey, if you're on the internet, just follow us at Mutiny Radio SF on Instagram. That's a great way to learn about what's happening at the station. And uh, yeah, we're going to be right back with some hilarious comedy from some great comics, some of my favorite guys in the scene. And uh, hey, welcome back, me. And we'll be we'll be back in a little bit here telling jokes to each other on Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio.
Sometimes it's coming to Clubhouse here on a Friday. It's just like I never left. Yay. It's always as it is. It's great. Yay. I'm back from the Greek islands. Yeah, I'm still feeling pretty chill. Uh, only because I ate one of my own edibles today. Oh, no. I was hungry, and so I ate one, and now I'm fucked. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. I feel like I'm on the Greek islands again. I'm floating. It was actually really scary. Uh, I had one of the... I, I'm going to have to use this moment for sense memory. I've never been so scared in my life on the Greek islands. Uh, we could hitchhike anywhere. I wasn't afraid of anything like that. Uh, but this island was infested with bees. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. But I didn't think, oh, I'm leaving San Francisco and going to the Greek islands. Oh, there might be bees there. I need to have an EpiPen. I haven't seen a bee here in 12 years. I thought we eradicated those motherfuckers. Oh, no, they live in Greece now. Oh, okay. I've never felt such fear. I was in the most beautiful place. It's this gorgeous black sea sand beach, and we're in the shade, and the water's so clear, and it's so gorgeous. And I'm, like, sitting inside the tent shaking because there's bees everywhere. I'm like, look at the beauty and wonderment. I'm going to die. And I was trying to coach Jonathan on how to give me a tracheotomy, which comes from the Greek, by the way, <laughs> tracheotomy. All words come from the Greek. Yay, party, party, party. So uh, we were talking about what we could use to give me a tracheotomy. I'm like, we have this pen. We don't have anything sharp enough as a knife. We're going to have to poke me right here. And I was terrified. I thought I was going to die. And we're on this Greek island. And I asked my friend. He was like, so I can't do his accent. I can't do a Greek accent. But he was like, so do you want to be wild or do you want to be like touristy? We're like, no, nah, fuck the tourists. We, we, I mean, I said, as long as there's access to beer, as long as there's access to beer, I'm fine. Uh, and we get to an island where he's like, yes, there's access to beer. You have to walk along this goat trail for a kilometer and a half every time you want water, beer, or the bathroom. This is wild. This is fucking unorganized. And you're not allowed to shit in a, in a sand hole. No, that's not okay either. Or the ocean. You're supposed to walk on the goat trail. I'm supposed to what? I go across the goat trail. What if I'm three beers in and there's no lights and there's this fucking thing? And I'm going to fall off a cliff. I was going to die in the Greek islands. If I wasn't going to fall off a cliff like a goat, I was going to get murdered by the bees. I've never felt such fear. We got to fuck off that island so fast. All the like the kids were up on this big balcony of sand laughing at us like the Greek kids. Like, look at the stupid Americans. They can't hack it. I'm like, motherfuckers. <laughs> Bees. It was life or death. I'm going to write a, a comedy, a bee movie, a bee horror movie, literally about bees. And I was so uh, just enthralled by the island. It's going to be all set there. But the one thing, uh, the black guy's going to live because <laughs> he's going to know how to swim. It's going to be, and then he'll get eaten by fish. Everyone dies. It's going to be a fun movie. Everyone's going to die. It'd be they have bit fish with bees shooting out of their mouths. Ah, it was a really scary place. I really thought I was going to die. I was, I was like, oh, this would be a really beautiful place to die, but it'd, be, it'd suck because then Jonathan would have to drag my body along the goat trail. There's like barely room for one person to walk along it. <laughs> He'd have to drag my dead body like across the thing. <laughs> They're not going to. I couldn't afford an airplane, a, a, a helicopter in. How am I going to afford a helicopter out? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be dead. That's on you, man. How are you going to fly my dead body out of Greece? It'll be fine. Hitchhike my body. Jonathan's gonna heckle me like he's catcalling. Hey, Eric Cash, it's so degenerative, yay. Uh, I also, I was in Amsterdam and I got this cool tattoo because that's the thing you do when you're in Amsterdam is get a cool tattoo. 
that my friend Jenner designed, so that was super cool. So now I have like part of her with me all the time and like my dead cats and stuff. It's very, it was, it was the best, um, it was the best vacation every, ev at any time because they secretly replaced my cat uh, with a much better, nicer cat when I came back. I, my cat before I left was kind of a dick and now he's really sweet, which means you can teach a cat a lesson. <laughs> Fuck that cat. Now he knows, entitled little cat. Cat, cat call. I still, I try to cat call my own cat. It never works. If it doesn't work with a cat, how's it going to work with a lady? Sorry, I did this joke at the last open mic. Cat calling. I'll do my new joke for Jenner. I, this is, I'm excited about this one. Because, you know, everyone's getting all ramped up about the fucking elections or whatever. Like, oh, like we really believe in it. And like, oh, who's going to run? Who's going to run? Uh, I say, I'd like Forrest Gump to run. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Right? Forrest Gump. Gump versus Trump. <laughs> I was running for president. I'm like, yay, he's a Jedi. It's going to be great, right? Like, he'll be all for, like, AIDS research and shit. We'll just eradicate that. It's great, though, because it'll be Trump versus Gump. It'll be, uh, they're very evenly matched, right? They're both businessmen. Uh, they're <laughs> <laughs> arguably for Gump much better businessmen. Like, Gump, Trump, uh, the, gum, the four bubble Gump shrimp still exists all over the place. Delicious shrimps, buckets of shrimps. It's good businessmen. Uh, they both have special needs. Definitely <laughs> both window lickers uh, at the back of the bus. Definitely happening there. Uh, and they're both fictional characters. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Except I actually believe in Forrest Gump. That's the difference. I mean, right? He went to war and shit. Like, I believe in him. And like, you know, where's, where's Trump gonna run? He's got bone spurs. <laughs> he can't run. He can't run anywhere. Fat McDonald's eating fuckbag. That fucking, <laughs> that fat motherfucker. He's gonna die of a heart attack before the next thing. It'll be great. And then the cardiac arrest people or whatever. Everyone dies of heart disease. I love drinking alcohol. Are they, why are those two related? I don't understand. Uh, yay. So, um, other, I didn't, I didn't write any other new jokes. I pretty much just like sat in a hammock drinking beers for <laughs> like, <laughs> really. Yeah, and everybody, it was funny. We were like the bells of the ball because Americans had never come to this one island. They're like, you're the first Americans that have ever come to this island. This is the beginning of the end. And we agreed that we wouldn't say the name of the island because it's so great. We don't want to like gentrify it from afar. <laughs> and they'll be like, Pam and Jonathan said this is the best island ever. Yeah, be like, it's blowing up San Francisco. People going to the island. But they have the free camping. It's absolutely mind-blowing. You get there, and you just set up a tent wherever you... It's free camping, and they have, like, toilets and showers and food and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Everybody's nice. And like I said, we were the bells of the ball. Everyone wanted to talk to us about what was going on. And Jonathan was like... At the second sentence out of his mouth was like, fuck Trump! Fuck Trump! And so everybody would, like, immediately be like, oh, okay, they're okay, they're okay. All right. All right, we could talk to them. It'll be fine. We, like, put it right out there. They were really excited. Yeah, they, people asked if we were Australian. People spoke Greek to me four different times thinking I was a Greek person. I was like, best compliment ever. I'm in your country. You think I know what I'm doing? Yay! It's so nice. They don't pee in the street there like dogs like we do here. They think we're crazy. You can just walk in a bar even if you haven't bought anything and just say, can I use your bathroom? And they'll, of course, say yes because who wouldn't in a civilized nation? <laughs> 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 and here people are like... Argh. 
You can, I mean, it's we pee in the street like dogs. I do it all the time. I am so good at peeing in the street. I always, I never go against anybody's house because that's gross. I always go against the curb and I, I hold on between car, bu- I hold on the back of a car bumper and sort of lean off. And it's, I do it even in the middle of the day because nobody's looking for like a white middle-aged woman peeing in between cars in the middle of the day. Like even if you saw that, you'd be like, am I hallucinating? They'd just be driving by. No one sees that. I'm invisible. I'm a... White privilege, yeah. I've been trying to like soak in my white privilege. I'm trying to be like, I'm so excited about like the moments where I'm like, I'm living white privilege and be like, well, I'm just going to acknowledge that kind of, you know, like I'm going to say it's cool. <laughs> the cops are nice to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that makes me a bad person that they're like really helpful. <laughs> Anyways, they were really helpful in Amsterdam too. Cops are just like normal. No, they're really good looking guys. They're just like really tall, good looking people that you feel safe asking them questions. They're super polite and very, very tall. And all of them, I guess, used to be models or EMTs or something. They're all very beautiful people. Okay, I, I, think, I think we're warm. We have one real audience member. We have a half audience member. We have, we have David Zunzu. If you make him laugh, you know you've done it. In the back, you guys, and I encourage you all to go back there and get a piece even before we start. I made both this sweet bread that's enriched. Um, it's almost like a light brioche. Uh, I, I, just, I just had a piece because I was hungry, and I couldn't stop eating it, and I am so fucking high. It's really, really good. <laughs> there's the bread. It was fresh baked today. And then there's also the brownies. And everybody take, you know, but the, everything's like 50 milligrams plus, so just be... Like, I just, I mean, I was like, what? It feel free to snack. I can't, it's so, the bread is so good that I just can't stop eating it. It's a problem. I'm like, I feel like I should go get another one, but then I might pass out in the middle of this show. But I won't because these are actually, I'm really excited for the lineup tonight uh, because there's really, really funny dudes. I love every, I'm so excited to see everyone's sets and just to like, I haven't been here in like a month, so I'm like super stoked to hear everybody's awesome stuff. So your first comedian of the night, uh, he is genius. He has he is currently designing a Mutiny Radio app uh, because he's a fucking genius. He's like, it'll look good on my like CV or whatever, and it's kind of like for class. And so I'm like, yay! <laughs> What's an app? <laughs> I guess you have to have a smartphone or something. Very, very excited about it. Uh, and first comedy tonight, put your hands together, everybody, for Raul Sudhardzen. Yay! Raul. I'm sorry, Raul Sudhardzen. Yeah. I am building an app, and it's for my, like, 19-year-old college stoner labor. That's the fucking best. She pays me in weed brownies. It's great. It's going to be the first app with neon green themes and fucking, instead of Mutiny Radio, it's going to play fucking Snoop Dogg's entire discography. And <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> I might even build, like, fucking Tinder for cats. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, I feel like I'm, this is, like, kind of an older crowd, huh? It's like... Shit, let me feel it, make you feel like really fucking old, you guys. You know, like I'm kind of on the younger side, so I still don't get hangovers. Like, I've tried my fucking hardest. I've tried my hardest to get a hangover for that sweet feeling of pain in the morning. I don't get it, you know? It's like, um, I don't know, I get um, fucking, like, I get, it's not alcoholism, it's a superpower. Fuck you, mom. But, uh,. And, um, you know, I only joined the fucking uh, Justice League with that fucking superpower, like, or the sh- Alcoholic Avengers for short. And, uh, yeah, Batman's an alcoholic. I fucked that joke up. I was just like, oh, I'm, yeah. Uh, who's high? Everyone's high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that gets, yeah, uh, shit. 
All right, uh, what do I have prepared for you other than smoking weed and telling shitty jokes? Uh, fuck, I love coming to San Francisco. It's a fucking $12 bark ride from Fremont, and I come to get high. Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys ever, um, uh, fucking shit. I'm, I'm Gen Z. Uh, I have a joke about being Gen Z. It's like Gen Z is a generation after millennials. And uh, millennials, um, like, eventually you're going to have this thing where millennials start shitting on Gen Z the same way fucking um, older generations did. As soon as they move out their parents' house, like, it's going to fucking, like, it's going to happen. And uh, they'll be like, you know, you work fucking three jobs, bitch, lazy motherfucker. I work five. Shit. I don't know. Um, uh, Fuck. You guys ever meet someone really nice, really fucking cool, and then find out some really fucked up shit about them, you know? You find some really fucked up shit about them. I met this one girl, she was really cool, really sweet person, and then I found out that every week she donates to an international pedophile wing. True story, true story. An international pedophile wing with her friends in exchange for free therapy. And they have a name for themselves, they call themselves Catholics. Uh, I offended a Catholic at a fucking bar show in Fremont, and it was like, they don't make those here. You lie. I don't know. Uh, um, fuck. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, who's having a boozy, boozy night? Uh, yeah, I just quit Alcoholics Anonymous, guys. It's true. I did. Because if I wanted to join a self-righteous alcoholic cult, I'll just start doing stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. That joke was for the comedians. <laughs> who are the only people in this room? <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, it's been a year since rehab, guys, and you guys have heard this bid for, and it's I'm gonna do it for a thousand times. Hey guys, it's been a year since rehab, uh, and uh, you know, uh, they, in this um, um, in rehab they have this thing called art therapy, and uh, yeah, a bunch of junkies doing arts and crafts. It's w- fucking wonderful. But um, they have art therapy, and uh, they could tell I was a recovering heroin addict because all my art projects were made of uh, tinfoil and uh, heroin. <laughs> and uh, I did that bit at an open mic, and one person said, you're too thick to do heroin. And I was like, first of all, thanks for calling me thick. I felt like a bad bitch. <laughs> and second of all, I didn't know Alcoholics Anonymous had a freshman 15. I don't know. Um, Anyway, um, but um, yeah, eventually we had to stop doing drugs in rehab because that's a thing. Because uh, because uh, one person uh, told me uh, I lost my father to drugs. I lost my father to drugs. So I told her, well, I lost my drugs to my father, bitch. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I did all the new bits. I did. How much time do I have? It's a chill night. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I'm gonna give some time back to the room and go smoke some more weed because I'm pretty high and uh, you guys are wonderful. I love you. (laughs) I'll show you the app if you want to see it. Well, Sudarsan, yay! Yay! Uh, I have war on drugs. <laughs> war on drugs. I do everything else on drugs anyway. Like, war on drugs, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go to war on drugs. I'm always on drugs. I love them. Smoking pot. Pot's, weed's not a drug. 
It is, actually. Uh, I realized we didn't get to smoke pot for two and a half weeks because we were in Greece, and it's very, very, very illegal there, and everybody's very aware that it's very illegal, and they really just don't have any of it, and you can't ask for it, and it's very, very scary. You can get in a lot of trouble and all that. So we got back into Amsterdam, and we fucking... I am not an asshole, and I'm not usually an asshole, but we got from the airport to the dispensary in 37 minutes. We were like running through the streets of Amsterdam. I was like, I need weed so badly. (gasps) Holy fuck. And we went to this one weed store called Gray Area and it's owned by Americans. And so they had bongs and we got the craziest, strongest weed they had, the most expensive fucking bomb dank ass shit. And we smoked fat bowls and uh, like uh, my mood just went from like, crazy angry american to like oh my life is i finally i love weed so much how is this a drug <laughs> oh wait that's like <laughs> that's a super drug anyways that's the only time i think i was an asshole to people on my trip was when i was trying to get to the goddamn dispensary <laughs> do you understand what it's like to not have weed for two and a half weeks people are like oh we're like from san francisco it's legal everywhere now it's but not in other countries. Apparently, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, you're an ex-comedian. He's such a straight boy. He doesn't do. I tried to pass him the bowl, and he's like, "No, no, no. I'm going to be a senator someday. It's gonna. <laughs> I would vote for you so quick. I I hope that you someday run for senate because uh, you'd you'd be able to you'd be able to make change with your amazing smartitude and funniness. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Cole Chapman. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Could be a senator one day. What a nightmare that would be. Fucking Jesus Christ. You guys hear about these vape pens killing people? What the fuck? Hey, I'm looking right into the abyss, baby. Hope it looks back, right? Could you imagine if I just fucking, if my lungs exploded right now? That would be the coolest comedy show ever. (laughs) You'd be like, whoa, how'd he do this? Guess he won't be a senator. Thank God. He started with the vape bit? Really? What an idiot. He's not going to make it anywhere on Capitol Hill, this fucking idiot. Uh, anyways, guys, I can't really do that. I do work in the news, uh, so I'm very anti-politics, as you might. You know, when, you know, you start reading about it, and you're like, hey, maybe these guys aren't all the... <laughs> maybe these guys aren't for our best interest. What's going on here? Uh, do you guys think it's cool that I work in a newspaper? You think that's, you think that's cool? Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. We're, still, we're sticking in there. Well, let me make it less cool. Uh, I'm a social media manager at the... Yeah, it's not... It's not cool to see she starts laughing. She's like, ha ha, bitch. <laughs> ha, you pussy, you news pussy. Ha ha. <laughs> You're not waiting for dead drops and briefcases and dark parking lots or nothing. You're just sitting there tweeting. And it's true. <laughs> I don't do anything cool. <laughs> I sit in an office. I just throw out memes about news. It's garbage, bro. It's <laughs> the lifestyle. I once got into an argument about whether or not that job should exist with a 19-year-old. Do you know what his argument was? He said, that job should not exist. Plain, simple argument, right? Kind of set it up, didn't need to reiterate it, but we're here, so let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> you know, my counterpoint was, you know, I said, this not this piece of shit 19-year-old, you know, I told him. Nothing. I agreed. I was like, you're right, man. This is stupid. This is the dumbest job that's ever existed. Why am I getting... I'm not getting paid much, but I'm getting paid some, and that's already too much, (laughs) you know what I mean? I feel like there's gonna be some moment, like three weeks from now, where I'm gonna be sitting at my desk and someone's gonna come up to and be like, 
sorry, Cole, we caught you. And I was like, ah, all right, well, that was a good run. All right, hey, I'll see you guys later. Good work with you. All right, you see you later. <laughs> I, I very humbly believe this. Humbly, what word is that? Why is that word doing there? What? Guys, this is why you don't smoke before you go on stage. Uh, <laughs> Teehee. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It is, I looked at the a list as if it were my set list. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I bit on Boris Shkurko. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> So we host them. Gee, that's crazy, right, John? All right. Uh, inside baseball. Okay. <laughs> OMG row back there. John, you got to start hosting OMG. I'm sorry. This is how it works. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. Give up your Tuesdays and your Sundays. You're in it now. Sorry, dude. It's just how it goes. I don't know, man. I've been, uh, it is interesting working on the news, you know, because we got this guy. You know, you heard of this guy? Yeah, you see. Pam was talking about him. He's not, he's not great. He's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of kind of lukewarm on him to be honest he's doing some stuff i'm not totally sure you know vote for the guy what you fool me once right just kidding i didn't vote for him <laughs> bay area what the fuck what are you doing what no i did not vote for him uh but it is interesting because he's got this whole enemy news is enemy the people thing yeah you heard of this so it's kind of interesting like because like coming up uh, in journalism school you know everybody even professors would tell you not to do journalism they'd be like get out like they get close any day like get the fuck out of here what are you doing how much money are you paying for the school liberal arts is over there it's more useful get the fuck out of here they're very intense about it and i thought they were just saying i wasn't going to make money that's true but now it's like oh the president wants to kill you <laughs> which is like I don't know. It's pretty dope, I guess. It's like, that's kind of like a cool plot line to something, you know what I mean? I kind of feel like I'm living in something just very slow-paced and boring, <laughs> but like at the end of it, a government agent might kill me, so that's pretty exciting, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just weird, you know, because I don't know, like, cause, like I said, I'm a social media guy, right? So it's like, I don't know. Oh, oh I should tell you this. Um, uh, uh, there's, there's, this uh, there's a real story. Um, uh, that uh, the, the current administration is, uh, it was just found out like a couple weeks ago that they're building this uh, database, this whole secret database, yeah, uh, for all the journalists in America and like activists and stuff and like for what, for what purpose one wonders, I don't know, probably something cool, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be dope if like a year from now I just get like an edible arrangement in the shape of Donald Trump? That'd be dope. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just a little note like, ah, I was just kidding. You're like, ah, this fucking guy. Wow, he had us going this whole time. This, wow, God, Donnie, this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy's good. This guy is good. <laughs> I think he's going to kill us. But, you know, whatever. Like, whatever, you know. I like, but my ego is such a, in, in such a weird place when I'm on the social media thing. Like, I don't know if I'm on that list. Right? Right? Like, I feel like a year is going to pass. I'm going to be sitting there in the middle of work. Some black vans are going to pull up outside my work, right? Soldiers, they come marching out, right? They round up on my coworkers and they start pulling them at gunpoint, right? I'm going to be sitting there in the middle of office, like, protesting. And they'll be like, you guys are not going to take us all alive. The fourth estate is alive and well. You can't kill the news. And uh, where are you guys going? You guys, you forgot me. You, hey, <laughs> where are you going? They'll be like, who's that? I'll be like, oh, I'm the social media guy. Uh, and they're gonna be like, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And they just <laughs> just keep march my friends out. That'd be dark, but I'd be like, <laughs> wouldn't it? Hey, guys. Whoa, let's talk. It's my life. I chose this stupid job. <laughs> I'm getting dumbass. Uh, d people are like, hey, you want to do social media for this other dumb startup? I'm like, no. I'd rather have this boring thriller movie going on in the background. It's way better. <laughs> Sit, eat free pretzels all day. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Rather pay for my coffee and think about dying <laughs> by the government, you know? It's way cooler. It's way fucking better. <laughs> you can't buy those benefits, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> 
oh, you get 10% on your 401k, bro? <laughs> I get political threats, dog. You, you don't understand. <laughs> Shit is way cooler. All right. <laughs> it is weird, though, you know, because, like, people used to look at the news, right? They'd be like, hey, you guys are gonna, supposed to keep politics in check, right? They'd be, we're supposed to be the gay, like, you remember Nixon, right? You guys remember Nixon, I don't know. <laughs> like Nixon, he was brought down by his dumbass mouth, right? He kept talking, and the whole adage, the old journalistic adage is you give them enough rope and they hang themselves, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a, good, that's a good rule, you know? They're gonna, people, politicians speak all kinds of not, dumbass shit. We've seen it a lot lately. The, he, this dude does it on the daily, and people look at the news, they're like, hang the guy, and we're like, hey bro, listen, <laughs> like, do you know how difficult it is to hang someone who is also a rope factory? Do you understand? <laughs> You understand this? This is very difficult, man. It sucks. Because, like, we know we're trying. We're doing our goddamn best. We're telling everybody about this shit. <laughs> like, literally, if you were, picture the gallows, right? You marched Donald Trump, their executioners next to him. He's sitting there dead to rights. We caught you saying that shit. You tweeted it out with the video of you writing the tweet and then the zoom in. And then we all saw it was awful, literal then words or whatever, eventually, right? This is three weeks from now, probably at this rate. Like, we caught you. We all got you. You're dead to rights. Do you have any last words? He's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Pat, and he just jumps off and starts running. And everyone's like, what the fuck? We're like, execution or hang the guy. He's like, I'm just pulling on the rope. Just more rope. You understand? This is, <laughs> this is impossible to catch this guy. He's over the horizon at this point. It's terrible. <laughs> Can't catch him. It's over, dude. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyways, let's talk about fantasy football. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll just do that for the rest of my side. Okay. Okay, sorry. That's when my head, the lungs explode. It was the greatest performance we've ever seen. Fucking combust, like spontaneously combust. That'd be cool. All right. <laughs> I don't know if the government's listening in. They're like, fuck, he did it himself. All right. <laughs> Guys, it's over. Cross him off the list. <laughs> what list? He wasn't on it. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, hmm. Teehee. What the fuck do we want to talk about, man? I don't know. A lot of weeds uh, going on. You guys enjoy weed, probably? Yeah, a little bit. Do you know? Okay, mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> I love that. That's like if my I forgot to ask my mom if she drinks. She's like, mm, I'll have a drink or two. It's like, mom, you had five glasses today. <laughs> a drink or two? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm just taking my mom issues out on you now. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I I enjoy. Do you do? Are you like a connoisseur of it? Are you like? Uh, could you understand? Could you pick out good weed if you smoked it? Would you like be like, ah, oh, this is this is a good good doobie. Yes, <laughs> you could do what? There you go. How do you do that? Is it like fucking shiny? <laughs> Trial and error. Hey. <laughs> you kind of, that's, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> you go fucking get in the Mr. Hyde. <laughs> Dr. Chuckle, strap me in. Daenerys, strap me in. <laughs> Just, ah, fucking freak it out. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. That's a, a PCP and weed. Those are just pre-rolls you buy. Uh, <laughs> you ever had those? Those things are terrible. You don't live in Detroit, hey. Have you ever had, you've had those pre-rolls that, uh, it's probably like eating your bread, man. It's crazy, it's too much weed. <laughs> it's objectively way too much. If you have a pre-roll, I smoke all the time. I have one hit of a pre-roll, I became a stand-up comedian. Do you understand what a terrible, <laughs> terrible life decision this was? It was fucking, 
fucking awful, man. Uh, too strong, too strong. I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't know what good weed is, um, but I do know uh, the one time I really felt like I had smoked good weed, uh, I took a hit and I felt like a king that had been poisoned. Does this make any <laughs> sense to you? <laughs> See, that's how you know. She, she's like, yeah, with PC Pretty, probably. <laughs> that'd be like the king got poisoned and then came back from the dead immediately after. Ah! <laughs> like, I'm more just like, I just took the hit and I just started falling back and shaking a lot and like grabbing for tapestries. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is trees in a foot! Like, it was really, <laughs> you understand? It was very difficult. Very scary. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got. I. I. I like that it is uh, legal now uh, because you get to give people like new experiences, right? Like my brother, he's uh, he's a bit older than me, and he had never smoked weed before, and he's lived in California this whole time. I know, uh, so I was really honored to be there with his uh, on his first time getting high, you know. Uh, and on the flip side, I was very honored to be with him uh, to coach him out of his first panic attack. You know what I mean? Like that was very cool for me. That was a lot of fun. Because, like, you had to understand, he's five years older, right? So, like, I love that movie Freaky Friday and, like, a good role reversal situation. So I was like, what kind of hijinks can we get up to? You know, this is going to be a great time. He got too fucking high, man. And uh, it was scary for him, you know? Because, like, you know that existential crisis. You know, you, you, you know it more than most <laughs> with your PCP <laughs> background. I can't get over that. We'll talk later. But I... Uh, <laughs> I enjoy it, you know, or the last time I talked to somebody uh, out of that crisis, you know, they're like 18, right? And that's like the easiest speech to give somebody to calm them down, you know? I was just like, hey, listen, Tyler, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, but I want to remind you, you're only 18 years old, so you got your whole life ahead of you, man. So just sit back, relax, you know, enjoy Speed Racer, all right? It's going to be fun, man. So just enjoy it, dude. I gave the same speech to my brother, but it was a little bit different. I was like... Uh, hey, bro, uh, so uh, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, okay? But I, I want to remind you uh, that you're 33 years old and you're still living at home. So uh, <laughs> uh, those thoughts are correct, I'm afraid. So <laughs> if you could take this as a learning moment, that'd be great. If not, sit back, relax, and enjoy Speed Racer, dude. It's going to be it's gonna be all right. You're going to be all right. It's going to be just fine. A lot of colors. You know how it is. I don't know, man. I, uh, I, uh, I, I was home, and I found out that I had been smoking weed uh, way longer than I uh, had initially known. Because um, I'm with my parents now, and they're old, so they spill secrets like the CIA after 40 years. And you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> you're seeing those declassified documents, and you're like, you did that? They're like, yeah, we did that. You're like, is that legal? They're like, probably not. You're like, all right. <laughs> Whatever. We're still alive, I guess. Uh <laughs> Like, my dad used to, he just volunteered this out over dinner. He was like, well, Cole, you know, when you were a baby, I used to combine two of my favorite hobbies. And I was like, oh, what are those? He was like, well, number one was taking you on piggyback hikes through the Marin Headlands. Uh, and I was like, that's very cool, Dad. What's number two? He was like, smoking weed with my friend Steve. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you can just smash these two together and have a new fun hobby like Frisbee golf. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, Dad. <laughs> he was like, you turned out okay. I was like, that's not what you say about your, like, kid <laughs> that you've been hotboxing as a baby. <laughs> that's what you say about a, this exam you didn't study for, you know what I mean? You got, like, a C-plus on it. You're like, ah, 